0: Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one harmonious page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, friends, what what a nugget we have for you. Get a load of this. The wife of Abaye had a certain daughter. Abaye said, she should get married to my relative. His wife said that she should get married to her relative. He said to his wife, Benefit from me should be forbidden to you if you defy my will and marry her to your relative. She went and defied his will and married her to her relative. Abaya came before Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef said to him, If you had known that she would ultimately defy your will and marry her to her relative, would you have made the vow? He said, No. And Rav Yosef dissolved the vow for him. Because Abiyah did not think that his wife would actually defy him. And he intended the vow only to serve as a threat. Poor Abiyah goes to his buddy, Rav Yosef, and said, Dude, I know I made a vow, but I I didn't think she would ever defy me. Guess I don't know her at all. Here to parse this beautiful bit of Talmudic marital wisdom is our in-house marriage correspondent, married now for, for how long?
1: Uh, seven and a half months?
0: Married now for seven and a half months, and therefore the greatest expert we have in-house, Sam Hacker. Welcome back to the show. Always a pleasure. So tell me, uh, here you are from the height of your uh, experience as a married person. You read about a husband saying, it's like I didn't know my wife at all. Does this resonate?
1: Well, the best is that they have a daughter, right? So they've been married for a while.
0: For for a bit, yeah. So...
1: I'm still in the honeymoon phase I think. I still have expectations and my husband is delivering and we're we're still kind of living up to the vows that we're setting for each other. So I guess I get this in theory but uh for me I think I'm still very lucky that I'm I don't think we're threatening each other with vows that uh yeah, I don't. I don't think we're saying things we don't mean yet.
0: <laughs> Quite yet. But th- this a, th- the thing that I love most about this bit of Talmud is this kind of notion. It's almost like a bit of heartbreak because you do realize after a while that when you're in a relationship, you have all kinds of you know mental expectations in your head. You're like, oh, my husband would definitely do this. Oh, my wife would for sure say yes. And there come moments, and surely you've had them, even in in your honeymoon period in which you say, oh, wow, that is a real surprise. I'm dealing with another person there. It's not some kind of, you know, harmonious unit that solipsistically exists according to my needs. That has happened?
1: Yeah, I mean, so I think you'll appreciate this because I think you like roller coasters or amusement parks, but we just went to Dollywood this weekend, and I only go on roller coasters that Alex has been on and that he knows I would like. I very much trust him to communicate to me you'll like this you won't like this anyway long story short we went on a roller coaster that he had never been on and it was awful and I hated it and he said oh I think you'll like it I haven't been on it but I think you'll like it and I went on it and I hated it and it was miserable I was screaming and so it's tough because most of the time you expect the thing your partner is saying that you trust and believe that what he's saying will be right for you I was screaming on the roller coaster I said I'm never going on a roller coaster with you and I might get divorced from you which I don't I don't like joke about divorce easily, but I really felt it in the moment. So, hold on, I, this is this
0: is exciting. <laughs> yeah. you, you felt it in the moment because there was, I was—I—I felt part so of you.
1: strongly wronged.
0: Right, it's part of you said like it's like you don't know me at all. I know, yeah.
1: I really truly felt, but you know what? After I screamed once, then I kept screaming towards the end, and then after I said, "I'm never going on a roller coaster you haven't been on already." So I still actually trust him. It was just that he made a decision based on his gut instead of his actual experience. He's he's really good. I only go on roller coasters that he's been on. So I trust him because he's had the experience. But this one we made he made a bad call.
0: All, all of that I think is to say that you've had the learning experience, the shocking realization, and it is shocking, I'm not using these terms lightly, that sometimes, you know, when when you're in the union, especially dare I say, in, in this honeymoon phase in which you think, yes, we've melded. We are yeah. now as one, as abaya thought he and his <laughs> wife were one. And then your spouse does something that jars you because you're like, "Oh wow, it's like like do you even know me? Right. You I would like three right. loops and a half, <laughs> exactly. you know, cartwheel in the air." But then from it comes growth because now you say, "Okay, look, we could still do roller coasters together, right. but only ones you have absolutely certain that I will enjoy."
1: Right, and especially because most of the time. I think a lot of these kinds of issues come from a lack of communication. In our case, we it wasn't a lack of communication, but now we're able to communicate it. So hopefully... Our biblical friend and his wife will be able to communicate <laughs> better, <laughs> or yeah, I, don't I can know. assure
0: you, by the way, that Abay and his wife, it, it works out for them. they, Does they, it? Okay. they stay together. Okay, yeah.
1: good, good, good. I'm as glad far as to hear we that. Know. Yeah. Okay. Great. That's the happy ending I needed. She didn't. She didn't have to go on any ancient roller coasters.
0: She well, except for being married to you know one of, one of the <laughs> great sages of the Talmud, which I'm I'm sure was a thrill ride <laughs> every day. But but I love what you said. I mean that it's actually how you grow, and, and I think there's a little bit of that. For Abaya too. I mean, I, I, you know, we don't get necessarily from the Talmud the kind of inner emotional world. Mm. Sometimes we do, mm-hmm. but in this case, we don't. Yeah. I, I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong. If you feel differently, but I read his response, and there's something almost wistful and sad about it. She's like, I didn't think she would. Disobey oh, me.
1: truly. And, and
0: maybe you know, like that evening at at the Abaye and Mrs. Abaya household, <laughs> they're like, okay, so now we have to learn to talk to each other yeah. in a different way.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's pretty heartbreaking. Like, if the wife. Got the vibe that I got from this. It really was kind of devastating to, I would imagine, be devastating to look at your partner and see them look back at you and say, "I don't even know you," or "I I never thought you would do this to me." That's that's heartbreaking. So,
0: yeah. And so there you have it. Marriage advice from Abaye and Mrs. Abaye. You're welcome. I love it. Sam Hacker, thank you so much for being our guest. My pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Libowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay and Quinn Waller.